Hello, and welcome to the Tennis with an Accent podcast, where we talk about tennis by connecting the present of the sport with its storied past. Be it the nuanced unpacking of the individual stories, long-form interviews, or the detailed tour-level analysis, we have you covered. At Tennis with an Accent, it's an absolute honor talking with former world number nine, Nicolas Massou. How are you? Good, than you? Oh, it's, uh, can't be more happy. So in this podcast, we talk to you know former tennis players and current players, and you've been someone on our radar. So how is life as a coach compared to a player? Uh, you've been back on the tour for more than three years. Well, I stopped uh, playing like on 2013, and then I started with the Davis Cup like two, three months after. And then, uh, well, the first uh, three, four years, I was doing like Davis Cup and some other uh, coaching uh, in my academy in Chile. I was staying there and then some some other things in Miami and then well I start with the in the in the women's tour for, for a few months and then with Dominic in 2019. So it's it's a it's a very nice feeling to be a coach and of course a player is totally different but I like both. Is it harder to sit in a player's box than be a player when you were struggling going through a tough match? How is the two compare? More than to compare which one is different or to the other, I think it's a, a different uh, stage of your life. I mean, when you are a player, you are inside the court and you have to to be there running and fighting and hitting the ball. And when you are a coach, you are outside trying to help your player and or, or your team in this case, like in Davis Cup and in the tour with Domi. So I, I think both I like it. I, 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 I don't like to to think so much uh, about my my... My, the, the difference about like uh, my my early uh, life uh, and compared to now, I think there all we know that when you play tennis, uh, in certain moment you're gonna retire and you you have a decision or you stay close to tennis or you dedicate uh, something totally different thing. So I decided to be close to tennis uh, because I, I knew that they're gonna it's gonna be my work after uh, retire. I, t- I asked this to many players, former players, so. What is the difference in the game currently when you were playing? You were playing with the likes of Federer, Ferrero, and Albandia and Moya, and Gonzalez came along. So how has the game changed? It seemed like you guys were also hitting very hard. What has changed now? Is it the movement? What, what, what else that we don't see at the fan level? I think it's, uh, I mean, uh, not too much difference because uh, there's a lot of players that I play with them, me, and they're still in the tour and they, they're doing well. So I think you, you adapted to the, to, to the moments. And I think uh, uh, it's it's uh, almost similar. I don't think that changed a lot. Uh, maybe now people are taking care of more of the uh, the food. Uh, they're traveling with more physical trainers, more physio. But at the end of my career it was like this. Maybe at the beginning of my career it was like a little bit different when when I was like 18. But then in my in my last years I was like very pretty similar like now. How do you look back on some you know, young fans or people come to you at your career? You are known for the Olympic double gold medal, but you also were world number nine. You won six tour titles. You've beaten the likes of your peers like Safin, Ferrer, uh, Roddick, Nalbandi, and a lot of guys you've beaten. So how do you look back at the career you had? I know you retired a long time ago, but for some of us, you know, you gave a lot of great memories. How do you look back at the Nicolas Massou chapter as a player? Oh, I mean, uh, I have uh, amazing uh, memories. I, I did my, 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 best, my best work. I tried to do, give my best. I tried to give always my, my 100% and I have a long career. Uh, yeah, I, I make uh, some dreams come true to, to be in the history of the sport, to win two gold medals. When I was young, I wanted to be top 10. I was number nine. 
Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, many of my, my dreams come true. Other ones couldn't make it, like to win Davis Cup or to win a Grand Slam or to be number one. But uh, in life, not all the time you can yeah. to make everything. But I, I, I think that I have a great career. And you came with a Chilean uh, generation, which had some of the best players. Between five-year gap, Rios made his debut on the tour, then Gonzalez and you a few years before Gonzalez. So was it the golden era of Chilean men's tennis or compared to what's going on right now? Are you hopeful? What do you see of the Chilean uh, state of the game? Well, now we are happy with the tennis in Chile. I think that we are in the World Group in Davis Cup. We are in the best 16 uh, teams in the world. We have players that are doing well on the tour. Uh, and they're still young. So we have a good history in our country for 17, 18, uh, 17 million people in our country to have big history, not only from Rios. It's before Rios also and after Rios and after us also, after Gonzalez and me. And uh, they're still making good things now. So... There's so many, many history in my country about tennis, so this is important. And you started, at, uh, the not started, but you trained at the Boletary Academy as well, right, with Rios? Yeah, I was uh, going uh, for some weeks, uh, of, uh, more when I was uh, young. Uh, I started to go there when I was 11 years old, then at 14, I was practicing in Chile. Some weeks I, I, I went there, so it's, it's important. Uh, to also to uh, train in Spain, I train in Buenos Aires, in Argentina. So I always try something different from my country because I was in my country a lot. So it's good to to try uh, changing different uh, 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 atmosphere and players and this and that. All right. So we're in the clay season. We'll go ten years back or twelve years when you were playing. And of course, Nadal is the standard of clay. But you played a lot of great players in your career in clay. So you're going to talk about some players that you remember having great battles with or who were the best movers, if you were well, to take to, four or five names outside of Nadal? No, I mean, uh, uh, I don't want to give so many names because I, for sure I'm <laughs> going to forget, and there's so many. But, uh, of course, uh, Rafa is uh, unbelievable. What, 14 Grand Slams, uh, only Roland Garros, plus all the other surfaces, uh, unbelievable. I mean, uh, I mean... Yeah, South America, we love clay. We start to play on clay. In Chile, when I was young, there was like only one hardcore in Santiago, only clay. Now it's totally different. Now you can have like hardcores and clay, and it's important for the young players. So they, they developed his, their game in, in different surfaces. Um, but yeah, I think the, most of the Latin players want to, the dream is to win Roland Garros. They have a, a, always good results. And uh, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, you can see that, for example, Gustavo Curten won three Roland Garros, Guillermo Vilas, uh, uh, Gaudio won the French Open, uh, Coria. Uh, I mean, a lot of uh, South American players play well on, on, on clay. All right, so I don't want to keep you too long, so this last question here for this podcast. You played all the big three, and a lot of time people do talk about the big three. Some memorable matches against any... <laughs> One, any of the those three that stand out? I know you had a great match with the Federer Roland Garros 2006. Any matches you want to talk about here against those? For champions? me, I, I will answer you the same as I answer to to the journalists when they ask me. For me, the three of them I put put uh, in the same uh, level. For me, they are they are different, but uh, for me they are today they are exactly the same in in my mind. I mean, they they at the same level, uh, different moments, different ages. But uh, three of them, they make so much for this sport, and it's unbelievable. And who did you match up the best with, or who did you, who did, who troubled you the most when you played those guys? It's different because when I, when I, when I start to be in juniors, I played a few times with Federer and Djokovic and Nadal. They're younger than me, 
So we play in different uh, different moments. Uh, Novak, Rafa, they were like 19, 20 when I played with them, and with Roger we have like two, three years difference. So uh, I, I will. I mean, I, I can ask you uh, this question if I I play w- with the three of them uh, at, at different. I mean, at almost same age of them. So I, it's difficult answer to this. Hi, so thank you very much for your time. I'm very grateful we did this. All thank the you best. Very much. We want you to stay on the tour coaching. Everybody wishes you and Dominic team all the best. Okay, thank you very much. Bye bye. Take care. Huh? Thanks for coming. Take care. Bye.